Hey, thinkers, you're listening to the No Bull Podcast. I'm your host, KB, and this is the monologue series. Let's get into some thoughts. <laughs> All right. So usually, you know, I have my podcast going and I like to talk about thoughts and thinking and just trying to expand my thoughts, break down barriers, change up thought patterns, you know, things like that. So I'm always growing in my head. Like I'm not just stuck in one type of thought process or belief, you know, like obviously I want to be grounded in my faith and what I believe in and what I do and what I wake up for every day. However, I don't like getting stagnant. I don't like getting complacent. And so I was thinking yesterday, I'm like, all right, I am unsure of myself right now, in a sense, because my career is in the air. Feel what I'm saying? Like who I am for the society, the the goods or services that I provide, the team that I'm on, my contributions, they are not right now. They're not really, I wouldn't say that they're non-existent, but they're for sure different than what I had before or where I was at before. And I woke up and I realized this last month and a half, things that I've never thought would happen to me because I just, I've, it's never happened. I've had so many jobs in my life, right? All my life. I've never been fired, ever. I used to be so proud to say that. You feel what I'm saying? I just, I've never gotten fired. And I never thought I would walk through this world and not be fired. But if you know me and you understand me, I strive for excellence all the time. I for sure come up short and then I have, you know, shame and guilt and I go through all these other things. But at the end of the day, I've always been a really hard worker and I'm, I'm really excellent at anything I put my mind to. So this past month and a half, two months, I haven't been excellent, at least to the standards of debris that has been solidified these last 24 years. I've always been an exception. I've always been a lead by example type of worker, whether it was in the classroom, on the court, on the field, in the office. I just always led by example. I wasn't ever really that type to have a vocal presence and speak up or, you know, cause disruption in the room especially if I don't don't agree or anything like that. I just I was never like that. Now I'm finding myself very disruptive. I'm very uh problematic in a room especially when I speak up or I'm very uh I just say right now I feel misunderstood by myself. I'm misunderstanding myself right now. I feel misunderstood, especially when it comes to conflict and the conflict resolution. Like, what is up with our conflict resolution skills? Like, our conflict, I feel when people say, uh, like, um, I don't, I, I think when we argue, I don't, I think that's a skill that we could maybe have a classroom with. I think we should really consider building that into our curriculum so that people even understand conflict resolution is a thing. Like, that's actually a real thing. Um, This last month and a half, two months, I'm exhibiting a side of myself that's a little more willing to not be excellent, right? Hear me out. Hear me out. Because I'm a major, major advocate of, of being a person who doesn't latch on to extremities. 
And so you'll never hear me say, oh, I want to be happy. Like, you'll never hear me say that. I, I never want to be happy. Like, it's not about being happy. Because to me, happiness is fleeting. Why? Because happiness is the opposite of sad or, you know, whatever you want to find the um, antonym to happiness. It's an extremity. It's something that we are not privy to carry with us all of our life. But it's cool because we're also privileged to not be sad all of our life either. And if, if we find ourselves in extremities, I truly believe that's where destruction occurs. Is when we when we really be in it. So that's why like you'll see in movies on these people who think having like a perfect euphoria world like it, that's ran by humans. You know, what I mean, we're not talking about anything religious or anything like I'm talking about humans who have figured out a way or a government who tried to establish a society where everything's wonderful. Like there was an episode of Charmed. The OG charm, not the new charm, but the young girls, like the OG charm. Like that that series, they had an episode where it was like euphoria, some shit. Like the world was like a better place, quote unquote. The point I'm trying to make is that was an extreme a sh- extremity, an e- extreme example of a mood or an outcome or a feeling, anything like that. I don't want that. I decided I don't want to live in my extremities. Even if that means like, and like, I, and I've been battling with God about this because I read the Bible and it gives the impression and I can understand why people are so, uh, it leaves a distaste or people aren't really willing to read it or, you know, the dogma and how people have taken religion and really twisted it and making it seem like you have to be perfect or God won't love you type of time. But then they say, but you're not perfect. And that's why God loves you. Like all this shit, like we can go on and on for days about it. The point I'm trying to make is excellence, excellence. I read Peter and he talks about excellence and what it takes to be a servant. And I read James and he talks about the wickedness of a double minded fool. Like it's just so many, it's so many chapters that questions my excellence. And I feel convicted and guilty when I read it. Cause I'm like these last two months of my life, I have been far from excellent, far from it. And a part of me is like, am I losing myself? Because even if I see myself moving away from excellence because I might not be where I want to be career-wise or financially or uh, socially or anything that I'm assuming is supposed to bring some type of excellence, like, what comes first, may I ask? Does everything that I want in life come first and then the excellence? Like, do I have to, because I'd be like, you got to go through the shit to really see the light and mood. Like, but you saying, so you saying all the shit that, that's supposed to bring excellence comes before or after. Like, which comes first? Excellent? Am I supposed to be excellent and then I get all this shit? Or do I get all this shit and that's going to bring excellence? Like, which one is it? Because I think I've had both and they both fucking suck. Like, no offense, but what I'm saying is I've I've had excellence and had shit come, but I've also had excellence and got shitted on. You feel what I'm saying? And now I'm starting to I'm starting to embody the Ecclesiastes chapter. Where Ecclesiastes was like, I was a wise man and I was poor. And I was a wise man and I was rich. Then he said, I was a I was a fool. And I was poor 
And then he said, I was a fool and I was rich. How many fools do you know that are rich? How many fools do you know that are poor? You feel what I'm saying? You see where I'm going with this? Like, does it matter if I'm excellent or not? Like, I'm starting to think, like, maybe it doesn't matter if I'm excellent or not. Maybe, like, maybe I'm not supposed to be sitting here trying to think of different ways to prove that I'm something that I'll never be. Because I'm starting to think, I don't think it's about being excellent. I don't think it's about being good. And I don't think it's about being bad. I really don't think it's about that. I think, I think, and I want to accomplish this regardless of what circumstance I'm in. I want to accomplish this mindset no matter what circumstance I'm in. That I don't expect good or bad from it. Does that make sense? I wanna. I don't want to be. Ha- I don't want to be living in my mom's house, and and just expecting it to be good or bad. I just don't want to do that. Or I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to fly to a different state and expect it to be good or bad. Like I just don't. Like that is just. I don't want to meet a dude and expect this to go good or bad. However, I do that, and I think. I think. I think that is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, I just shouldn't, I don't, I think I put myself in a box anytime I put an expectation on myself of something that I think I should or should not have based on the things that I do or do not have or based on the things that I do or do not do. I want to accomplish, like I said, I want to be in any scenario. I want to be around any person and I just want to know in my head, I want to think in my head, no matter what's going on, I'm right here with it. I'm right here with it. I'm going to be, I believe that I want to be logical and emotional. Can I do that? Can I be both? Is that okay? Can I be a good person and a bad person? Am I supposed to teeter? Am I? Is that okay? Because I don't think every day that I wake up, I'm going to be good. And I don't think every day when I wake up, I'm going to be bad either. So, like, I honestly just want to give myself some grace. Like, I got to be nicer to myself out here, man. Because ain't nobody going to be nice to me. I'm the only person who's going to really be nice to me. Because I'm the only person who really knows what I need and want. Meaning, like, I'm the only person who truly understands me. Which is fine. You feel what I'm saying? I used to, obviously, I want to be understood. I'm not going to sit here and play cool and act like I don't want to be understood. I always want to be understood. I think that's my downfall is when I'm not understood. I get angry. I shouldn't be angry when I'm misunderstood. You feel what I'm saying? I shouldn't be happy when I'm understood. Because that honestly enables me to be angry when I'm not understood. You see what I'm saying? That's like being spoiled and always getting what you want. And then when you don't get what you want, trust me, you're going to lash out. You might not mean to, but that's just what happens. So that's the whole point I'm trying to make. Even if I wake up every day and I'm excellent, that one day I don't wake up excellent, how do you think my body's going to react? Or how do you think my mind's going to react? Like, think about a t- think about like when you... This can tie into like good morning text, right? This is like a small example of where I'm trying to go with this, just so you can understand the context. So picture what I just saying, but now we're going to apply it to a story. Think about a good morning text. You talking to somebody 
And every day, y'all text good morning. While building routine develops structure and consistency and loyalty, commitment, it shows all these things. It also sets you up for fucking failure. Why? Because if you don't text your partner that morning, good morning, and nothing's nothing's apparently physically wrong with you, you're not like dead or anything or kidnapped. Like you just didn't text them because who knows why? But then that person that you're with is like, oh, you ain't text me. What happened? Like, da, da, da. And it could be so lighthearted. But sometimes it's not, unfortunately. More often times than not, we struggle with mental wealth when a routine, a habit, I mean mental health, or when a routine, a habit, or anything is broken that has originally been set up for quote-unquote good. I mean, that's why we got amendments, right? Every day, if I woke up every day and drove on the road and did not break the law, and then the one time I break the law, some shit happened and go down, and it's extreme, I'm going to be pissed. Because all I'm going to think about is all the times I never broke the law. Like, I'm just saying, when, we are, when, we, when, we get, when we're in a bad space, obviously we want to we be good. And then when we're in a good space, we try to avoid the bad. Or we get so much caught up in a good space, it's not even good no more. The point I'm trying to like, I just don't want to live in extremities. I don't want to be this extreme ass person every day. Meaning like, I don't want to stay in them because I'm inevitably, I'm not trying to deny them. I'm not trying to deny them. I I don't want to deny sadness. I don't want to deny anger. Um, somebody that I'm um, really cool with, Ramsey, he, uh, I work with him, smart man. He's from a different country. And I bring that up because I don't think if he was from America, we would have had the conversations that we had. Does that make sense? And I'm okay with saying that. And so I'm glad that he's who he is. Because he ended up showing me this poem. And it was a it was a short poem. But it, the gist of it was like, even if I'm mad or sad or whatever, all those thoughts and emotions that I have, they're all welcomed inside my home. If my mind was my home and all the emotions and stuff like that that I have was on the outside of it, I would just invite everybody in and everybody could sit at the table. Because everybody deserves to be at the table. Why? Why does, why does my sad thoughts deserve to be at the table? Why does my mad thoughts deserve to be at the table? Aren't those, quote, unquote, not what we're supposed to do, right? Isn't that what they say we're not supposed to have? We're not supposed to be bad or evil. We're not supposed to be, apparently. But every day we are. So inevitably. So I'm just going to invite them in because at the end of the day, it's still a part of me. And I'm not going to deny parts of me. But then I read in the Bible, see, this is where all this conflict comes in. Because I'm, I'm really torn in all these different directions. And I'm trying to find a ground. I really, really am. But I'm starting to really take everything into consideration. And maybe that's my downfall, maybe it's not. But in the midst of me saying, okay, I'm not going to deny any parts of myself. I'm going to accept all parts of myself so that I can give myself more grace. Fast forward, fast forward. I read the Bible and it says, deny yourself. And let God take over. Now, I could take that so literally and think that they could have they been talking about anything. That's what we do with the Bible when we make mistakes. 
Uh, the Bible is a narrative, okay? You're not supposed to read it and assume that everything in that passage has any type of context to what's going on now or what, like every story had a context to it. So you have to understand what time they were in, like the error, the people that were around, because the people that are around now are completely different than the people who were around five years ago. That's just how it is. The drastic change of the men in our society is starting to be a hot topic. We're taking it in a context, you know, with the, the community, LGBTQ community. But my point is, is that we're constantly changed. So all these narratives in the story in the Bible, when it says, like, deny yourself, I'm sure it was a time where denying yourself made sense. I'm willing to advocate that as we continue to progress, that the ideas and concepts that we have been handed to by our ancestors or we have been binded to and connected to because shaking off all the shit that we do every day obviously recycles into the next generation so everything i'm doing right now is going to affect my kids 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 whatever how you do it but the point i'm trying to make we're doing all this shit that's affecting each other but yet we're still changing but yeah, we're still going. All I'm saying is, is like, I just can't, I just can't connect myself to any one thing in this world. I just can't. I cannot attach myself to something and consider it to be fully true. I just can't. I don't think that's what we're supposed to be doing. Because if it was, then I don't know. I don't even know how to say it. I just don't think that we're supposed to be so into connecting ourselves with anything and everything. Like, even if it's good, I just don't believe. Like, I, all right, even if, even though this one guy is a piece of shit, and he's a piece of shit for different reasons, but he did have a valid point when he said that he doesn't try to overindulge in anything. So I have respect for that because I'm like, okay, well, how's that going? How do you not overindulge in anything? Not even happiness. How do you not overindulge in anything? Like, is that even possible? It sucks because doesn't that seem like a fucking sucky life? I think after talking, I I still want to stand by my theory and advocate for just knowing that you're it's going to be bad and knowing that it's going to be good and just being okay with both. Like, what if I was just okay with everything that be happening? And then people be like, well, then you'll let things run you all over. You're fucking right. You see what I'm saying? So it's really, like, I, I, it's not that I don't think we're going to have victory. But it's just like, I really don't want to focus on the wins and losses right now. Because I'm either going to win or I'm going to lose or I'm not going to have either one. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. I used to be discomfortable in that. Or uncomfortable in that, not discomfortable. I used to be uncomfortable with that. But now, you know, I'm starting to find some comfort. I'm going to give myself grace. Grace is not going to enable me to be happy or be sad. I believe grace is going to enable me to welcome in all that, that is conflicting me. And all these thoughts that I have, I'm just welcome in and be okay with it. You know, I can't go a podcast without talking about J. Cole. J. Cole said, what's more important, getting or letting go? Well, J. Cole didn't say that, but he used it in the climb back. And so he said, what is more important, getting or letting go? I want to let go of the stigma or the idea that I could self-destruct. While indeed that is true, I could self-destruct. It is possible. I'm going to remove 
the notion that I can self-destruct if I'm bad. Or I can self-destruct if I'm good. Because that's just not why we self-destruct. We self-destruct for reasons we'll never know. I just want to move forward in my life knowing and being okay with the fact that I never chose to do that. Does that make sense? Like, I'm not going to intentionally try to be good or try to be bad. I just want to be here. I just want to try to be what is needed for the moment. Whatever moment I'm in, whether it's for myself or it's for another person, grace must be present in order for me to accomplish that. You know, we'll go from there. All right, thinkers, you listening to the No Bull Podcast. I'm your host, KB. And as always, keep shining, keep moving, and keep thinking, man. Lucane, the coach ain't help out, so I call my own shots. I'm David Blaine, I'm breaking out of my own box. You stay the same.